Welcome to another episode on Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, Raza. I'm your host, Grace Upper. Today's topic centers around elder abuse. What is elder abuse? Elder abuse is an intentional act of failure to act that causes or creates a risk of harm to an older adult. An older adult is someone around the ages of 60 or older. The abuse occurs at the hands of a caregiver or a person the elder trusts. Elder abuse is becoming a very serious issue worldwide. Each year, there's about 500 adults over the age of 60 that are believed to be abused or financially exploited. As there are multiple forms of abuse, the three forms of abuse prevalent with elder abuse are financial exploitation, neglect, or mistreatment of the elderly, which might be inflicted by someone who is supposed to take care of them. It could also be psychological abuse or physical abuse. Life expectancy has increased since the turn of the century and so has many aging adults. And for many aging adults, retirement is looked forward to as a time to slow down and enjoy their family, community, and friends. As seniors grow older, they become more physically and mentally frail. Due to this, they're less able to stand up to bullying and or fight back if attacked by other people. Many people will ill intentions know this and thus have carried out abuse or elaborate fraud schemes targeting seniors. Abuse of elders or seniors can take many different forms with some involving neglect, financial deception, intimidation or threats against this elderly person. The six most common types of elder abuse are physical abuse, which might be non-accidental use of force against an elderly person that results in physical pain, injury, impairment, classified as physical abuse against seniors. This type of abuse includes not only physical assaults, such as heating or sh shoving the senior, but also inappropriate use of drugs, restraints, or confinement against the senior's will, which is often carried out by another person. We have psychological or emotional abuse. This kind of abuse happens when people speak to 
or treat elderly people in ways that result in emotional pain or distress. It might be intimidation through yelling or threats, humiliation and ridicule, habitual blaming or scapegoating. Non-psychological elder abuse includes ignoring the senior, isolating the senior from friends, families or activities, terrorizing or menacing the elderly person. Sexual abuse. Any sexual contact with an elderly person without the senior's consent is categorized under sexual elder abuse. This can involve physical sex acts, but activities such as showing a senior pornographic material, forcing them to watch sexual acts, or forcing them to undress without their consent are considered sexual elder abuse. Neglect or abandonment by caregivers. This particular type of elder abuse constitutes more than half of all reported cases of elder abuse. It can be intentional or unintentional based on factors such as ignorance or denial that a senior needs as much care as he or she does. And most of this kind of neglect is perpetrated by caregivers, especially in care homes. Financial exploitation. This involves unauthorized use of a senior's funds or property, either by a caregiver or an outside scam artist. An unscrupulous caregiver might steal cash, income checks, or household goods. They might forge the senior's signature, engage in identity theft, misuse a senior's personal checks, credit cards, or account. The typical financial scams or fraud that target elders include fake charities, investment fraud, announcement of a prize that the elderly person has won but must pay money to claim. The other type of abuse is healthcare fraud. It is often carried out by unethical doctors, nurses, hospital personnel, and other professional caregivers. Some examples of this kind of abuse include overcharging or double billing for medical care or services, getting kickbacks for referrals to other providers or for prescribing certain drugs, not providing healthcare but charging for it, overmedicating or undermedicating recommending fraudulent remedies for illnesses or other medical conditions, medical aid fraud. Furthermore, Elderly adults might be isolated, that is, preventing the individual from receiving mail, 
or mails, telephone calls or visitors. There are seven different types of elder abuse that we need to watch out for. These are unpaid bills, new credit cards, and or increased cash withdrawals, harassment, coercion, intimidation, humiliation, caregiver isolates elders, unexplained sexually transmitted diseases, unexplained or uncharacteristic changes in behavior, lack of basic amenities, cluttered, filthy living environments. If a, care, if a caregiver is to be hired for an elderly person, background checks, required drug screening, and their qualifications should be explored carefully. When a caregiver serves a senior in their homes, it helps them to stay independent for as long as possible. Such caregivers should be committed to these elderly persons. Five most crucial rights of the elderly are rights for independence, participation, care, self-fulfillment and dignity. With the advancement of medicine and science, many people with long-term physical, mental or intellectual or sensory impairments live longer and reach older age, and consequently will be experiencing elder abuse. A red flag for elder abuse includes unusual behavior. For example, if an older man or woman, a senior is giving away money, transferring assets to people, unusual spending behavior, checks being written to cash, or the unexplained disappearance of cash or property. These are warning signs that something isn't right and needs to be reported immediately. If an elderly person is isolated or limited in their mobility, it makes them think differently. This can lower their guard and allow them to establish trust levels with people they would not normally interact with. When new people come into their lives, such new people suddenly interjecting themselves into the picture and giving advice on financial or legal matters, driving them to the bank, to their lawyers or financial advisors office, then this is a serious red flag. It could be a niece, it could be a family member, a neighbor, 
or any other person. When there's a sudden interest where there wasn't any before, this should be considered as a very serious red flag. Changes to legal or financial documents. Sudden changes to legal or financial documents or missing documents are definitely red flags. Documents can include estate documents, insurance policies, retirement accounts, ETC. When multiple unexplained trips to financial advisors without notice or to their lawyers is made, this is a warning sign. Switching advisors without consent is also a red flag. When they have new phone numbers or email addresses, that is suddenly changing on turning our cell phone numbers or email addresses. Another person is answering their phone or oddly worded texts or email responses. This may indicate that someone else has access to them and is managing communication. Encountering a gatekeeper. If a new friend, helpful neighbor, or long lost relative comes into the picture and restricts access to an elderly relative or won't allow you to speak to the family member without them being present. This is also a red flag. Unusual behavior, giving away money, transferring assets to people, unusual spending behavior, Disappearance of cash or property are warning signs that something isn't right. Exploiters will often sow seeds of mistrust by telling elderly individuals stories that well-meaning relatives are trying to steal their money and not to trust them. If you suspect elder financial exploitation, the first thing you can do is to help prevent elderly relatives or friends from becoming victims of financial exploitation. How can you do this? We can do this by maintaining regular contact with them. Knowing what is going on in their lives and who is involved will help prevent bad actors from entering the picture. If you feel something doesn't feel right or sound right, ask questions and challenge new friends or relatives in a firm manner. If your instincts continue to tell you that something isn't right, enlist the services of experienced lawyers or police officers. You can also report if you suspect of financial abuse, to Adult Protective Services, APS, or the Social Services Program within the borough or state. One of the primary reasons 
nursing home abuse goes unreported is that many older adults or many seniors are unaware that it is actually happening to them. Statistics show that over 50% of nursing home residents have some form of dementia, limiting their ability to identify and understand an abusive situation. Aging can be scary, especially in the UK, America, and other parts of the world. Our identity is closely tied to our independence and how we decide we want to leave. When that sense of pride and control is threatened through cognitive decline, physical impairment, children, hiring caregivers or the elderly, they may feel a number of emotions. These include frustration, helplessness or confusion. More than anything, they feel a major sense of loss in their identity and value. More than anything, feeling a major loss in identity and value is common as people age. Getting old in our society at times is viewed as negative and undesirable. The stigma of aging stems from unwelcome traits such as wrinkles, body aches, forgetfulness, grouchiness, and living a less active life than before. That feeling can be magnified when their children or grandchildren or people younger than them treat them in ways that go against their identity they've built as a capable, self-sufficient adult. It is very important to approach the elderly with validation and lots of reassurance. On 15th June, 2022, World Elder Abuse Awareness Day, WHO and Partners published Tackling Abuse of Older People, Five Priorities for the UN Decade of Healthy Aging, 2021 to 2030. The five priorities deliberated through the wide consultations were to combat ageism, as it is a major reason why the abuse of older people receives so little attention. Another point was to generate more and better data to raise awareness of the problem. Also, develop and scale up cost-effective solutions to stop abuse of older people. In addition, to make an investment case 
focusing on how addressing the problem is money well spent. Last but not the least was raise funds as most resources are needed to tackle the problem. Elder abuse is prevalent in community settings and should be reviewed systematically. Always look out for the elderly because everyone will grow old someday. This has been Grace Offer for Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, Raza. Be safe and be positive. Take care. And thank you.